Remix. So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Wolf Podcast! Well, hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of, um, oh, oh, damn, what is it? A Red Dwarf Podcast! Yes, well done, you followed on from Matty last week, and you have remembered it is actually a Red Dwarf Podcast, we're talking about Red Dwarf, yeah. um, season eight, episode something or other, six, 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 six. six episode six, Pete, part one. Oh dear, I was Matty. <laughs> before we don't usually talk about these episodes before we start, but you did message me saying, "I did saying um, you've just heard one of the funniest lines in Red Dwarf ever." Yeah, I was bemused to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just... looking forward to seeing what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some funny lines um, in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure they all came together. I'm, I'm playing my hand here, aren't I? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it all came together. So, I mean, do you want to go straight there or do you want to save it up for a big reveal? I, I know what I can do. I'm ready to go whenever you I, are. I, I should ask the other guys, are you happy for Matt to, re- <laughs> to reveal what he thinks is one of the funniest lines ever in um, Red Dwarf history? <laughs> I, I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> go on, then. I mean, are, are you of the opinion that that, that could happen in this episode? For, for I'm Day? of the opinion that Matty could find the funniest line in Red Dwarf in this episode. <laughs> Matt, 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 what do you think? Um, I'm not convinced. No, you, you've missed the funniest line ever. Is this what you're saying? Um, right. I mean, I'm hoping he says it and I'm going to go, yeah, that was a good line. You're really, really building this up. I think you should just, just say I know, it. I want to build up. I've got to build it up. It's the funniest line ever in Red Wolf. Oh, for God's sake. This is, this is everyone's top five <laughs> straight away. Hey, it covers top one, two, and three, I think he is implying. This is already a mistake. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So you let, really walked into this one. You I really have. I shouldn't have messaged him. Okay, no. here we go. So the funniest line in Red Wolf ever was? Wrong number. Yeah, I bloody I laughed. <laughs> I laughed out loud to that line. It was it was funny. And it was funny. It, it was hilarious. funny. And I and the tapping on the pipe was funny. The uh, the overdoing of the tapping on the pipe leading up to wrong number. Yes, yes. It was. Oh, I think it's in my top fifty. What about you, Dan? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm speaking as a fan, and so speaking as a fan. Yeah, here, yeah. Speaking as a newbie. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was really I was really hoping that Pete. Was going to get us back on track. He didn't. He did not get us no, back on track. No. We are we're still disappearing down some rabbit warren of what on earth am I watching? I'm that, afraid it doesn't mean to say there wasn't funny lines. Absolutely, and not. I agree with Matty. It, it was a funny moment. It was a funny was. moment. I don't think I'd be. It was an episode. If it's one of your favourites, Matty, you can have that opinion. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, thank you for that. It was I'm an so episode glad. crying out for funny moments, and I'm glad you found one. I did. I did. Yeah, I did found one. I mean, so um, I will go to you in a second, Matt. I haven't, we haven't spoken. Too much yet. Um, it was nice to hear that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there were funny lines in this. It's just, it was a mess, I think, and and too many dodgy bits in between the funny lines. What do you think, Matt? Yes, a, a mess was a really good, accurate way to describe this episode. There were bits that were just like, why are we doing this again? And then there were bits that were repeated that were really amusing. But... 
Yeah, the wrong number was was funny. I I that didn't like not. that, and there was another very short line that I really liked. At the well, start. let's let's take that as uh, Matty's uh, okay. moment of the uh, entire series, and uh, let's go to you. What what was your permission choice? To, permission to snigger, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I'm gonna go to you while I'm looking at my notes. Uh, they call me Birdman. Why is that? Because he really likes instant custard. Why do you think that was great? Love that. So mine's, I don't think, is a line. I think the bit I found the funniest, actually, was a little bit of physical comedy. When they were being stripped naked by the uh, that was funny. The, the virus, yeah. it was actually Lister trying to put his half hat back on his head. <laughs> <laughs> he just had the brim of it and tried to put it on. And I thought that was very amusing. <laughs> a good bit of physical comedy. <laughs> I'm looking at Matt. I don't think he even saw that bit. <laughs> of course of course, I did. I was, I was trying... To block out the really dreadful Cotton Eye Joe techno country oh, music in the background. Yeah. A music issue, is this what you're saying? Another, another Red Dwarf, you know, why are you using such strange, and in this case, crap, incidental music? Actually, I'm, so I'm going to disagree. I don't think that was a problem at all. Not for me, anyway. What, well, Dan, come disagree, Matt. Um, no. I just, it, it was like Aral Clipper. It was terrible. Thank you. Matty, you got the, the casting vote. <laughs> I mean, I, I I did think the music was very cheesy. It was very, it seemed very strange. It seemed sort of out of place Completely. for me. It was a bit out of place, that music, but I, I thought it was quite funny. I actually tried to record that as a sound effect on here, but I didn't have time. Um, but yeah, I did find the music was quite funny. It was very Cotton Eye Joe. I yeah, did yeah, think I mean, that was Joe. it. It was just being stupid, jumping up and down. I yeah. thought it was okay, and, and I, I thought it was one of the slightly better moments of the episode as they were taking the clothes off and the hair was all... Way over the place and half Just, bald and that sort of thing. I think it should have been the uh, Turkish entry for the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a, a nice. Um, but you know something? It's, it's ironic. <laughs> However, it's very true. <laughs> Back in those days, yeah, you know, I used to live in Turkey, and I have, might have mentioned it once or twice. And I might yes, have cut out once or twice. Some, <laughs> some of the uh, their pop. Yes, I might have mentioned it once or twice in the past that. Um, <laughs> I did used to live in Turkey, and um, some of their... You should regale us with a story. That's really helpful right now. What was I saying? You're talking about Turkey. Uh, Okay, I don't have to say... I I have mentioned on numerous occasions beforehand, I I did used to live in Turkey. At at least six times this episode. (laughs) Yeah, because of of the interruptions and the technical issues. Thank you so much. And, yeah, I will admit that some of their pop acts did look a bit like that, and... I don't know what else to say. Yeah, really. I mean, I, I, Holly, uh, it was just, this was a Holly, Holly moment, wasn't it? This sort of the brief Holly appearance of the episode. Were we happy with the Holly lines here? I'm not sure I've written them down, actually. Did, were they good? I thought he had a yeah, he had a good um, good interlude there. I think it was probably my best part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, oh, thank God. Holly, come and say something funny. <laughs> oh, see, this is where the different shows here, because I thought this episode was bloody fantastic. Okay, tell us why. I don't, I just thought it was a really funny episode. It had a lot of sort of the OG Red Dwarf that I, that I like, which is original, by the way. Um, and Thank you, thank you for those enlightened. <laughs> um, yeah, I do hate acronyms. But yeah, I just thought it was a good bit of original Red Dwarf. There were lots of funny lines in it. There were the action in there that I expected from Red Dwarf, even though we have had it before. And I just felt it was it was littered with comedy in, in the best sense. I, I really liked this episode. There's definitely lots of litter. If, if now, you, by which I, you mean rubbish. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. 
I have to say, when, I remember going back when I first watched this one, there was something in it that that made me fall into hysterics. And I was waiting for it because I knew it was coming, but it never came. And it was definitely something to do with the cat getting hot bother, I think, on his head. It was oh, that yeah. scene. There was something about that scene that happened. Unless I'm thinking of another episode later on, there was something in the canteen. Maybe there's something that's coming up I've forgotten about, but I was waiting for it. And when the canteen appeared, I thought, oh, this is it. There's a funny moment in this bit because I remember one of those memories. I, rem- I talked to my mum about it, saying, oh, that was great, that bit, wasn't it? And then it didn't happen. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's in a future episode. Okay. So, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm... Why don't, why but, don't you know, why don't you know this? Because you do know this, uh, the, the Red Dwarf kind of well, backwards and uh, forwards. Well, well, I do up to a certain point. Series 8, definitely not. Oh. Uh, for reasons we are... Yeah, seeing yeah. on the screen in front of his maybe apparent, yeah. um, but it's funny that you say that as well because actually that scene with the bovril was actually from another episode we're on a re-edit they put that scene into this episode instead okay i mean because they did talk about bactors if we'd seen him before mm. and we haven't yeah exactly but the, the yeah parts of this episode there was an extended version made of this, which is what I watched, and they took bits from other episodes and put that in this one. Mm. So I think maybe probably that's what happened. The scene that you know is from a Sorry, different episode. Pa- yes, I felt like. Hang on, Baxter, played by Ricky Grover. Um, of course, it, it's um, no. I know who I he mean, is. The Shend was in this episode. The Shend so, was. Yeah, let's not. It's you could you could be the return of the Shend, obviously in a flashback, <laughs> because as we know, he's dead. The Shend. Um. Well. Well. They're all dead. Was dead. And everybody's dead. Um, the Shend's dead. Don't. Thanks. Then. Um. But Ricky Grover, it was like Baxter. It was just bizarre how it was kind of assumed that we knew who he was because I didn't. Yeah. Do we think he was cut out of an earlier episode or a later one? Yeah. But they were talking about. He was involved in Pete, obviously, and uh, it, and I believe he's in the next episode. Well, there we go. So, so, um, but as you, I mean, I'm glad you like this episode, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, definitely my journey with Series 8 started off with liking it when it was first out. And we've obviously enjoyed the first half of it. And we, I think we said the other podcast, uh, 50% hit rate at least. And then we've had a couple of, um, in my opinion, slightly duffers, Duds. I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah but I, I, I stand by what I said last week that I think it's still better than some of those episodes in Series 7. I, I think we're drawing on a par <laughs> with Series 7 now, if it, if it yeah. continues. We'll see what next week's like but um, and the week after. And, and But uh, yeah, I think there was good stuff in Series 7 and there's been good stuff in... I think the best of this series is better than Series 7. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, that's, that's very, very true. But at the same time, this last couple of episodes, I think... Um, pretty not, great not but I, I mean i hate to disagree with you i have a question <laughs> I, I have a question because i don't really know what this was referring to i'm assuming qpr is queen's park rages and, um, <laughs> and that was a funny line okay actually. it was yeah. so those of you who know a lot about football not me i'm afraid um uh, they're totally totally incapable of movement uh I've never seen um QPR play then says was Holly's reply. So was it play away? It was play away. <laughs> play away. They, they were being uh, sort of like standing around as stiff. Oh right, okay. You know, and um, <laughs> and you've never seen QPR play away then. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's just a terrible. I, I thought that was. Jet. I didn't think that. I, you know, I thought there might be a bit more to it than that. I preferred the uh, the little chef waitress line. Uh, that was one of the better lines, and, and that's what I mean. It, it was it, it definitely was punctuated with a few good lines. There was a as, as sharp as a chemistry teacher's uh, cardigan. Cardigan, yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of those cropped up, and you know, the wrong number thing was yeah. good. I mean, I like the business with the saluting and the high from Lister, and the idea of them keeping returning to the office is um, okay, isn't it? And um, but uh, yeah, maybe Hollister's uh, despair. It didn't quite work. I mean, wh- I mean, what else really worked for you, Matt? Let's go, let's go positive. Um, I, generally, just the actual story of the episode. I just thought it was well paced. It was well written. It was funny. It was like say, a bit of the original Red Dwarf. I, I can't really say this is a standout thing that made me go, "Wow, that was really good." Apart well, from the funny best line ever the, in the history of Red Dwarf. What do you mean? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but I just thought. I, I just thought it was a well-rounded, really good episode. Definitely my favourite episode of the of the series. So now, far. as you said, you've watched part two as well. Uh, yeah, in a longer um, edit. So, yeah. So, are you're including that in your feelings about it? Would you say? Yeah, definitely. Because, mm. like I said, um, for everyone, for everyone listening, I just had the one long extended version, and uh, as one total thing that I saw, I just thought it was really good. Okay, and uh, you're usually the special effects guy. What do you think of the special effects here? The, the photograph of the potatoes, for example. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so those type of effects as well. The, the special effects, especially the, the type, the way that they did that as well was... Because it was pre-digital. They used to literally cut out bits of the film and put the picture of the potatoes in front of the film and then relight that when they were editing it. Same as they did with... Um, it was the same effect they used in Star Wars, and you know, Star yeah, Trek, yeah, yeah, and Wizard yeah, yeah. of Oz. I mean, it was similar stuff. to Star Wars. It did put me in mind yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's what I thought. It was potatoes, the same, Star oh, Wars. Some of Lucas's best work. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, it, at the time, this is what they did. 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 Yeah, I mean, definitely now, watching on a bigger TV on the Blu-ray that I've got, it stood you, out quite badly. It's so like pixely, yeah. isn't it? But I, I'm not here to really to criticise that. This is what they did. This is what they did. Mate, it was crap on my little DVD player. <laughs> also, Most things are on that DVD player. Aren't they? Uh, I mean, are <laughs> they're not rude. <laughs> but I mean, are we are the di- the dinosaur that comes into the end, doesn't it? We haven't got to the dinosaur. Yeah, we end the cliffhanger. We end as um, they are chasing after the rimmer shaped blur. Right. Okay. Yeah, the rimmer shaped blur. Nice that was a, um, that was a good line. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and he runs the other way, and then the dino chases him, and it just sort of ends at that yeah. point. Just let's not forget around the you know. Much earlier on, we had Jurassic Park. Yes, I mean, um, it was uh, obviously a play on just not that much earlier. I mean, a few years before. Six years. Yeah. Was this six years before Jurassic Park? Yeah, was? Jack's, Jurassic Park was 93 and this was 99. Exactly. See, this is this this should have been better. Budget. Budget. At that time. We record oh. this the uh, the week that Jurassic World Dominion or whatever it's called is, yeah. is out in cinemas, which I haven't seen yet. Ju- but Jurassic I would like- World and, and the, with the Minions, like from just Jurassic. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I mean. I would like to think that the effects have, have moved on again. Yeah. yeah. That's failing apparently though terribly, isn't it? Well, uh, people aren't liking it. 
No, they're in. But they're going. They're spending their money. Going going to watch it it and then saying how much they don't like it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as like Morbius. I think no, Morbius hasn't got dinosaurs in. I oh, know it's a shame, really. It's it could, not. It, could, it would have improved there. I haven't seen that either. I can't wait for Mor- Morpheus Two. It's morphin time. Right. Okay. So, I mean, one thing I've put down here that I didn't get is sort of like it, it was this random um, sort of transition into oh, you're gonna have a basketball match. Oh, are we? <laughs> okay. Was that? Where did that come from? It's a it's a trope of of prison based films, isn't yeah, it? Is you know, that what you've it got is? to play the guards. Well, I think so, but it was a bit. I've not watched enough prison-based films. Though, well, I've not that watched is, one about basketball. Though. I've seen them play football. Yeah, you, you've been watching the dodgy victory. ones, haven't you, where the girls have got to yeah. play <laughs> basketball. Are <laughs> you talking about Escape to Victory? Well, that was football. That was I've seen, football. seen American yeah, yeah. football. They've done two versions of the of the Longest Yard. Mm, yeah, I, the I Mean guess Machine. That's a, a reference I didn't quite pick up on, because it, to me it seemed a bit, yeah, a bit random. I, I suspect they decided that in some way they needed to have this face-off. And then they worked out what will be the easiest thing that requires the fewest props that we can shoot. But they Basketball. didn't need the face-off. This was a two-part episode. Obviously, we'll talk about the rest of it later. It's a two-part episode. It didn't need to be a two-part episode. We, did we no. need this face-off? Was it thought, oh, it would be funny if in prison we'd have this face-off, and then they formulated it from there? Because I didn't feel they needed it. I There was so much in this that I didn't feel they needed. Um, it, it started at the credits and it ended at the credits. I mean, I'm, I'm tem- <laughs> I, I am, I am tempted to talk about part two as well because it's sort of relevant to uh, to this. The, no, no I way. think there was there were lots of ideas in this. Um, I liked some of them. I didn't like a lot of them, and they were hung together with um, montages and repetition, which some liked and I didn't particularly. And the entire point of the basketball game was to give them the vi- was to give them the virus, so they all got seven hour erections. And Absolutely. That's, and look, <laughs> yeah. we, we had was, a conversation. There was no plot reason apart from None. let's say introducing Bob the Scutter can get things. Bob the Scutter stand out for me in this episode. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, well, possibly Whist- a better performance than Whistling Whist- Escape to Victory, which took me right back to one of my <laughs> absolute all-time favourites. Great Escape, wasn't it? Great Escape. I was, was going to say, wasn't it the Great Escape? escape. <laughs> I was going to say, that's another sort of, because the, the football one must have been, the Longest Yard was the 2005 version with Adam Sandler. The original version was with Burt Reynolds, and that was the long, no, that was the Mean Machine, wasn't it? It had to be sort of a reference to the Burt Reynolds film, the Mean Machine, the basketball game, because that's what it was. I, if that's what it was, and I've missed that reference, then that's that's fine. But did they all get raging seven-hour erections in that? No, I don't think so. Okay, you don't want to get a seven-hour erection in a, in a butch meeting. It, it, ju- it just not seemed with a, Reynolds. a little bit laboured. Um, although I did like um, Craig Charles's header into the hoop. That was quite good. That, he he, and it was actually him. He was doing some. He did some really good layups, and and um, I thought, yeah, you've you've played basketball before, mate. Yeah, but but overall, it wasn't that. Fun. I mean, I don't know. Do I find them getting erections funny? Yes. We had a couple... Well, yes, for a second. For a second. But it was the whole premise of the first half of the first half of a two-parter. And it was just, for me, laboured. Really, really laboured. And... I mean, I'm I'm honestly not going to claim that my... My humour is sophisticated by any means. I'd like a nice bit of toilet humour. We, 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 we talked about it last week. You know, there were some sick form jokes last week that we sort of said, you yeah, know, okay. Sudding up. <laughs> we're st- still thinking about sudding up, but not all of them travel. But again, if you just made the joke and moved on, but they went on 
and on. Did. I did like Cat. Stop. He was dribbling past, stopped, went back, looked down, went off. There was, that was funny. There but. was two parts of that whole scene that I actually thought were quite amusing. I did like the cons doing the very unenthusiastic Mexican wave the, yeah, just for a second. Yeah. And the two men, the two men that are doing this, the scores. Yes, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Well, they, they were quite funny. more and more camp was, and sort of like, you know. Again, that was a reference to Mean Machine. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic thing of in a in a sports thing, you see them showing the scores or the round number or whatever, don't you? Always do. Yeah, but in the Mean Machine, there was two blokes holding the scores who were very, very feminine. Right. And they were sort of the women of the prison in that way. Okay, well, I was about to say, I mean, because we know there are plenty of women in this prison. So, you know, it doesn't work, does it? It, it doesn't, but... Because yeah, it was... Because yes, Kuchowski was allowed to play, wasn't she? So. It was arguably funnier for them to have those guys doing... And they didn't start that way. They just started yes. making more and more of their little role. They, they were camp from the start. Yes, but they were, you know, at times they looked happy to be there, at times they didn't, and then they just absolutely went for it. So that was, that was, we kept coming back and seeing where they were up to. But I think it was probably better that they did that than they said, oh, let's get some of the totty to hold up the scorecards. I think, you know, given given what we said yeah, about last week, this was, a, this it was, was a better. Thing. I mean, it's not yeah. a big thing. It is a, it's a thing. Um, it's a dwarf. Seven-hour thing. Seven-hour thing. Handstand to do a week. Uh, talking of, of talking of the women thing, there, there was a, an offline. I thought they had they, when they found the the, the time yes. stick. I think I know what you're going to say. And they said, I, "I've you know never seen a group of men like this, even though there was a woman there." Is that what you thought I was going to say? Mm, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that was just a little thing. But uh. it's sort of at the same time, it seemed really stupid to say a group of men like this, and there was a woman standing there, although she blinked. She did, didn't she? Yeah. A, few, was, a couple of them did. There was lots of movement. There was. Yeah, yeah. I can forgive a bit of movement. There oh, was a, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. It, it, would, it would have been difficult for them as well, for them to hold their breath for that long. Especially the guy that was doing the... Um, the random guy who had this funny part in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he did it very well. Whoever he was, it was very funny. He <laughs> was all right. I mean, I don't, I don't want to diss him, and it's all like, uh, it sort of feels like, Sort of should be one of our main characters doing that. That was a great impression that you did of yeah. the guy there. But should, that, we should, that, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, it was a reasonably amusing bit and it should be one of our favourite things. Especially when we've got Kachansky and Cat there and stuff. And I know they do all the stuff with the hair and the clothes and all that sort of thing. But is it wrong of me to say Cat's best line was when he was 10? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Oh, sorry, Danny. Yeah. What was it that Kachansky said? Why do I feel like a Vimto? I don't know what she said. <laughs> she did. She why, said, why do I all of a sudden feel like a Vimto? Oh, you like a Vimto. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I didn't understand what she said. Yeah, but she was a she. The the sm- uh, smaller cat was she. No, no he no, wasn't. No, just had long hair. Do you not understand, children? No, <laughs> she, she, she or he sounded like a she. No, it she was. had a high voice because his voice yeah, is hello, American. Yeah. It was pretty You know those things between your legs? Do you remember when they weren't there before they dropped down? <laughs> They never say before the operation. (laughs) (laughs) No, they never dropped. Um, The other one, the other child, um, the young Kachansky. I thought it was a he. (laughs) She she was in um, The Greatest Store in the World, which is my all-time favourite Christmas film. Please continue. Never seen it. (laughs) Me neither. Is it a Hallmark one? Is it like a TV? No. I'll have to watch it. It I love a Christmas film. It was was a one-off Christmas film that was shown as opposed to all those trilogies 
Shut up, man. <laughs> it was it was a one-off BBC. That's actually ten. Star Wars used to come out at Christmas. That's a Star Wars film, isn't it? It was a BBC one-off Christmas special that they showed on Christmas Day. I think it was 1999 or 2000. Um, and it was called The Greatest Story in the World. And it had Peter Capaldi in it. Um, it Is it had, based in a, a, in a department store? In a store? department store, yeah. Lewis's. I have seen that. What was yeah. the story? Like, didn't, they, didn't the mum and the two children break into the de- into the department store and Peter Capaldi was like a security guard or something? Yeah, basically it was about a, fam- a, a mum and two daughters who... But they were wrong because this was the greatest story in the world. Pete. Part one. Greatest story in the world, not story. Well, uh, what? Uh, um, um, you said the same thing twice. No, the greatest store. Store in the saying. world. Not story. Store in the world. Greatest store in the world, not but, the greatest story in the world. It be Lewis's. Right. But it is a play. It is a play on greatest story in the world. I don't know. It was about a mum who, they all lost their home that was a van, Hilarious. and then they were all homeless for Christmas, so they all decided to go and live in a department store. Right. So basically um, they're criminals. Yeah, basically. Right. But, then, but while they were living in there, they find out that the guy who's the Santa there actually was a, a, Real. a, a thief and uh, was oh, robbing yeah. all the jewellery. So they stopped him. And they all lived. We don't have to watch Crap it now. He's told yeah, us yeah. It does sound like a great story. It, it's a really good Christmas film. I highly recommend it. Welcome back to the Red Dwarf podcast. <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> this is our Christmas, like Christmas special by the time it gets published. <laughs> when you said about... I don't know, about 10 minutes ago, or about, I don't know, after the editing has been done, about 30 seconds ago, about the um, the um, off moment, because um, you said there was a there was a woman there, and yeah. they said the, the men. It was with the time drive, and Kachansky saying, oh, do these do boob jobs? I just thought, oh, what, you didn't, you don't need to say that? Well, it was, it's her, her one joke, and it's about her boobs. But she's got boobs. Right, so we're on Kachansky, and I think it's All becoming right. my weekly. <laughs> it's become my weekly um, rant about Kachansky. So weekly seven-hour erection. My weekly gentle complaint is, yeah, Kachansky needed in this episode. No. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, I I feel I've covered most bases by saying I didn't like it from start to finish. But if you want to be specific, no. In this, episode, well, there's, there's not, not liking it, and and there's things that that are. I mean, we still needed Lister and Rimmer, and you still didn't like. We it. We did, we did. I don't think I noted down anything that she said. To be fair, I didn't notice anything down that she said or did that I didn't like particularly. Although I take your point, Matt. Yeah. Um, but she didn't have enough to do. Yeah. So there wasn't anything that sort of yeah I thought was great or, or awful. I mean. Cat, bless him. I mean, you know, was beaten to a pulp with the, and then there was the repeated joke. Well, you know, he's he's going to carry on talking. He's going to still get beaten, beaten up, and then somebody else is going to beat beat him up. And at the start, and I just felt, I know he's done a lot of playing dumb recently. However, did he really need to be beaten up as much as he was? Well, they're going for the quite a lot in this series, and we didn't talk about this last episode. The sort of like going over the top on a joke to make it funny because they're going over the top on it. And I, I do like that sort of um, use of, of stuff at times um, because last week they had the, you didn't know, sir, I can't believe you didn't know. Know what? Oh, I can't believe you haven't been told, sir. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about it, did we? No. And um, But they used that there and they used the wrong number thing with, with the, the tapping, which was amusing. And the wrong number... I've got the Chinese laundry. Yeah, that's a question mark. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, it made me laugh because I didn't expect it. But um, for me, for me, that's it. Not, but it's funny because why would they have a Chinese laundry on 
It's a very good question. You know, <laughs> I, I, I agree. The, so out of place. The, the repetition till it gets funny or, or becomes funnier can, can work, and I think they've done quite a bit of it. And in that's this what they're going for the cat again, beating and, up and, and speaking. And yet. The, the example you picked from last week was a good one. Actually, I I quite like that. Yeah, well. um, it was all right, but it was better than this. I thought because I enjoy it when it's they they find a new way, that, a, a surprising way, perhaps an unexpected way to keep it going. If it's if you can if you if you can just I don't know. There is clearly part of it is about just doing the same thing, and and it eventually gets funny. But the funny this, barrier it has the, a name, but it, it? We, was, we know. but it was yeah. I don't <laughs> think they um, I don't think they found it with that. It's, it's a difficult one. Um, but, I mean, again, it's a problem. Obviously, for some people, this was the greatest episode ever. Um, <laughs> taken over from the last greatest episode ever in Series 7. Probably. Um, it was that, wasn't Anything it? Anything can be better than Whitehall. And, um, edit. Oh, it definitely wasn't better than Whitehall. <laughs> and, um, and this, yeah, I hate to keep going back to it, but I, I guess we have to because we've got nothing else to talk about. You love it. Um, the cat, that was Cat's moment. You know, and uh, mm. it, I don't think it was terrible, but it was it was uh, mediocre, wasn't it? And uh, and that's Kat's role at the moment. And then Kachansky has even less. So so I for me, that's what's not working really. And what about Crichton? So yeah, let's talk about Crichton. What Crichton, uh, Crichton had a liberal use of the time wand, didn't he? He did. He did, he did his usual. I understand what's going on, and then getting it wrong, sort of thing. Yeah, he had a totally. So, so when he explained how the dinosaur had come from the bird. Not only was that unnecessary, but it was unnecessary about a minute after everyone had already moved on and started reacting to it. And then it was like, oh, this is how this has happened. It's like, yeah, it, it just felt it was another example about how they were trying. They worked out how long this episode was you know, and no, then they yeah. used everything six times well, to fill it. I, we haven't been looking at the writing and stuff, but this um, these this one of the episodes written by Paul Alexander alongside Doug Naylor. And I think if we look back um, a couple of his episodes, uh, but the ones that maybe are a bit messier, and I think there's ideas being thrown in and they're not being fleshed out because the time wand itself would have been a whole episode on its own, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. And for some Did reason, he? it's been fleshed out into two here. Did he write Stoke Me a Clipper? Possibly, yeah. I mean, you like you liked that one, didn't you? No, I was pretending to like that one because you, I just thought I, I was going to be. You different. were pretending to like it. Because I'm sorry, were... listeners, that we have dishonesty on <laughs> no, this no, podcast. No, no, I'd come clean at the end of the episode when you were all like, kind of, "Oh my god, whatever." It, and I was like, "Yeah, I've, I've, I'm not really convinced you, have I?" And so, I was like, so, oh, so I, I, so I won't lies, just let, lies, lies. I won't just let it his door, but but there's, his name's come up last week. I think was Crisis TV was um, him as well. So. Yeah, I think you can get away with there not being quite so much Crichton in this week because he was in it a lot last week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and I think you know this this episode hung as ever or you know as that I think the best episodes have on that uh, Lister Rimmer relationship, and then you bring in others to to make it to make it work. This week we got more out of um, we got more from Hollister than we did really from any of the other. Um, sort of main cast members, did we? Yeah, and no, I don't don't yeah. dislike Hollister as such. No. And I, I I did I liked the being called back into the office thing myself. I didn't mind that something go wrong, get called back, him he get annoyed, blah blah blah. That's a, that was okay in that sense. But yeah, I think it's all. I think all the other prisoners now are starting to get on my wick a little bit. It's mm. sort of like they're creating situations to use them, and yeah. Well, the other thing we talked about last week when obviously they went to uh, to to wreck the room um, when yeah. they were getting, um, you know, when they were getting pranked on Crichton TV. Um, a- again, the answer to a lot of problems seems to be the air vent. 
Um, except this time the scutters were in the air vents um, and and Bob and uh, I enjoyed him delivering the curry I mean I I, I felt it coming but again it was it isn't necessarily uh, we've had our conversations and we'll have many about comedy (laughs) just in general and on principle but done well well well, so we should on a review podcast absolutely (laughs) but but done well uh, a, a, a device you know, any device can be can be can be funny if you if you if you land it well, and I thought they did that really well. Yeah, Matt, you're thinking. I can smell something. Um, when they did when he delivered the um takeaway carton and um the lager and and obviously the poppadoms, did we need to know? Oh, it's a vindaloo. It's like, of course, it's going to be a vindaloo. I think that's a character trait. I, yeah, well, it is. Uh, I'm we, happy with that. I it, it that seemed to take quite a long time. Yeah, but they were they were definitely filling. They're definitely, yeah. Filling. This wasn't a yes. two episode. No, absolutely thing. was. I, I think it's, I reckon we can lay this bare. It's a sort of like it's a one episode thing they've got. It's been stretched out into two. It's, that's exactly how I feel. I mean, it's it's like oh, we've right, we've got eight episodes. Uh, we've got seven episodes. We need eight. Well, I could make Pete stretch to two episodes, possibly, perhaps. You know, I don't know if that was one of the production meetings. Well, I think that's things. where the basketball thing comes from, doesn't it? And, may, yeah. and maybe the repeated stuff. Because the, the virus eating, you know, I mean, let's, let's, we know what happens in part two. And we've got the virus, haven't we, and everything, eating the potato skins. And it's, it's irrelevant to the story. It's mm. just an addition because to fill out the time, isn't it, really? And yeah. whilst it wasn't totally unamusing, it was filling out. Matt, you love this episode. Um, are, are you saddened to hear our dismay? Absolutely, I'm heartbroken. Are you bothered? I'm a bothered. Not bothered, bothered, face bothered. No, do you know what? I can understand. I can. The thing is also, I think a lot of the times that the first time I've watched it, you've all said the first time you guys watched it as well, that you really liked it. I think I did. I think I did. I, yeah. I, I, I know I liked the series as a whole. Uh, when I first watched it, and like I said, I thought it was this episode with something hilarious, but it could be the next, could be the next episode or two that I'm, I'm remembering. Yeah, I just think it's a, it's just a case. Maybe, maybe it's a first time watching thing because, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I did. I really enjoyed the episode, and you guys are not going to take that away from me. Cool, good, so that's good. I, I wouldn't, should I we. wouldn't want to. And the same exactly. for you, dear listener. If you like it, all power to you. <laughs> so obviously, we had the shend. That was a highlight. The shend. Um, any other highlights we want to talk about? Let's let's go around. Um, we've talked a lot. I mean, we had Jiggy Jiggy. Um, not quite as good as giving it Riz, obviously. I oh, right, exactly but, that. Yeah. Um, so disappointing. There was an opportunity to give it Riz once more. I mean, more. if you're going to repeat jokes, then give it Riz. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, a highlight you want to mention? I'm going to see if I've got one um, whilst we go around. Matty. Matty. <laughs> um... I think that everything that should have been said has been said. I mean, I did like Young Cat. I loved his hair. <laughs> just a big afro. Just it wasn't an afro. It was the same slick hair, wasn't it? Oh, the big afro when he grew back. Oh yeah, yeah when, he grew when back. it was the Turkish. Yeah, sorry, I was yes. talking about the young cat. That was there. <laughs> yeah, but again, it was it was just an odd moment, and that's that fitted in with the one episode idea. I think that's fine. Mm. Um, Dan. Yvonne Magruder went like this when I tried to mm. kiss her. Mm. Yeah, well done. Well done. That was all right. Matt. Um, houses and flight paths are very cheap. 
<laughs> I'm I'm clutching at straws. Yeah, again, it was list of being stupid. Totally, totally being stupid. Yeah, there's been a couple of those this series. Before I say anything else, there was a technical thing in here, and I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it, Matt. Oh, when they're in the warehouse, did you notice there was someone in the back of the shot, the back of the warehouse? Oh, is it? And they even put it in the recap that I haven't seen yet. In the hangar. Yeah, yeah. There was someone just stepped out from behind the crates at the back of the shot. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I'm so not very observant. Yeah, I do know there was something written down here as well. Either oh, the continuity guy on Red Dwarf series it is. Probably yeah. was the continuity guy. Yeah. Also, Z deck floor thirteen. Just number your things properly. Which what are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, I'm going to mention joining the dots. That slightly amused me. <laughs> it did slightly amuse me. I'm always oh, supporting the spades. Um. By the way, can anyone answer me? Um. No. What is Birdman to do with instant custard? Birds, Birds custard. custard. Oh, right, okay, custard yeah. Custard powder. Yeah, okay. I mean, we've gone through, I think. I, I mean, I wanted to talk about Birdman. Again, it's sort of like, I suppose because it was spread across this episode and maybe the next. Um, yeah, Birdman, again, was sort of like a, here's this person, we need this person, so he's got a sparrow. Here, have this yeah. character. And he must be Welsh. There, there were a number of ways they could have introduced a bird character. That was a very long and laboured way. They could have had a, a, a mascot canary for the canaries. They could have done it in 12 seconds. It was so reminiscent of like other things. Wasn't there a man in um, Shawshank Redemption that had a little like mouse or something like that? Yeah, it's like you say. I mean, as you were saying before, it's, it is based on and prison films, isn't it? Man yeah. of Alcatraz. Yeah. And Robert of Sherwood, there was this, um, when uh, they were in, uh, they got captured, there's this man that's got Arthur, this little mouse, that he, and he doesn't want to leave prison because Arthur doesn't like the light. I just I feel just as though it was introduced weird. as if we should care about him in some way. I mean, okay. And we um, had no time to do that. Did he? Did he seem like a master criminal? Why was he in the hole? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's digging deep, isn't it? But I mean, maybe he was when he was younger and he's been there for ages. Who knows? But exactly, we didn't have enough. It, it could have happened earlier, couldn't it? I mean, you know, as Hollister said that uh, the, the the rules on on having dinosaurs on JMC ships are very clear. My first thought was, I'm sure they're not covered, but okay, no pets. Fine, that covers it. Where did the bird come from? I mean, there are a lot of unanswered questions. I got, wow, to the end, yeah. I got to the end of the end of the episode thinking I don't want to ask any of them. <laughs> what does what does <laughs> JMC stand for? Jupiter Mining. Thank you. Core. Yeah, uh, we, we're in series we're in eight. No, I know it doesn't get mentioned very. It doesn't get mentioned does very often. Mentioned loads early on. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe it's plastered on everything. JMC beer. <laughs> but there was used. But there used to be like Brilliant. kind of JMC used to be mentioned for. Like crappy home gadgets, like no, um, that's JML. JML, thank you, Dan. <laughs> and that's where I got got confused. Who made the DeLorean? DeLorean, the DeLorean. Yeah, yeah. Who made it? You a think bl- it was GMC? Well, a of, a GM, GMC? No, it was GMC. no, it wasn't. It was DMC, Dun- DeLorean Motor Company, done in the same style as GMC. No, I know, I know, they're not the same thing. But he's thinking, he's thinking of GMC, which is wrong. Yeah. DMC. And, and no one's thinking of GMTV right next. Okay, guys, let's bring this one to a close and we will talk about part two next time. Well, I'm sure there'll be an upturn in favour on these episodes. There better be. <laughs> We're going to structure it differently. Right, okay, so so for now, it's, uh, it's goodbye from me, Matthew. It's goodbye from me, Matt. It's goodbye from me, Matthew. It's goodbye from me, Dan. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye
Help us. No, wrong number. 